the fem fem feed the fem feed the fem feed the fem fem feed the fem feed oh hi i get your life Session two with my girl Shirley. Ooh, yes. hey girl. Hey. So we're gonna jump right into these questions because it's a late night and we are both overworked and yes. underpaid. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> the struggle's real. So let's talk about growing up African, um, the experience with dating and our parents. So I read that backwards. The African experience growing up and how our parents viewed dating. Okay, so I, I feel like that's a two-part question. Mm-hmm. So it African definitely is. Experience. Mm-hmm. Ooh, has it been an experience? <laughs> like a roller coaster of an experience. I remember just being made fun of because I was African. Come on now, me too. Like it's down just to like mel- melanin yes. down to the the smell of our food, just everything, the our hair, everything, the hair. You know, um, yeah. So it was just like. You can just say, oh, you this, you that. You're like, but at least I'm not African. And everyone's like, oh, yeah. They love that one in New yes. York. They at love least, that. Yes, at least you know, I'm not African. African. Yes. Mm-hmm. At least I'm not African. And then I'm like, dang. That's something I can't even change. So, dang. right. It's like, where do you, it's like when <laughs> they're like, from here now? they're like, oh, 100th power. And you're like, infinity, infinity and beyond. Right. And you can't go nowhere. That's they it. Said you're infinity. just like, okay, well, here we are. <laughs> So that, you know, that was a roller coaster. Right. Um, growing up in Harlem, my mom owned a salon. So wow. I used to do all the styles you see now. Mm. I was made fun of those same styles. And it's nice to see them resurface Come and everyone's now. wearing them, right. including the people who made fun of me for them. <laughs> yes. Like, how do you like that style? I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, flat twists. The stuff you guys just thought looked like who knows what. Right. Cornrows, box braids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I had doodle braids. Yeah, doodle but braids. now they're called what the jumbo braids now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I remember, you know, growing up in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. I was only in Nigeria for a little bit, but people would just have braids their hair natural, and so that's what I had when I came to America. Right. And I was made fun of for having nappy hair. But one thing I did know was that even if a girl had her hair relaxed, mm-hmm. if she didn't, it was nappy. So yeah. I would tell them, like, look, if you didn't put a relaxer in your hair, your hair would be nappy, too. Come on So now. I got made fun of for having na- nappy hair, which they have nappy hair, too. And now those same girls are natural. Wow. I'm like, wow, look at you guys. Yeah, but I'm glad I mean, you grew up. Right. You it's know? because we, we originated <laughs> and they followed suit. Yes. But later on in life, until right. it became cosmetically acceptable approved. yes yes now that it's mm-hmm. you know it's acceptable the natural hair movement right and people love it people love the afrocentricness mm-hmm. or afrobeat music mm-hmm. I, I like we're that exotic people like now yeah yes. now we're exotic we're well, we were just baboons right it's like oh but you're african and now it's like elephants. but i love it though i love that people are reconnecting with their roots right because mm-hmm. even that um ignorance growing mm-hmm. up i'm glad that people have grown and understood this is who I am exactly. at the end of the day. So it was a roller coaster because I've been African then and right. I was made fun of it. Fun of I was made fun of because of it. Right. And then now I'm glad that people are just embracing their culture. Exactly. You know, and, so it's cool. And we're still African out here. Yeah. So nothing has changed. The original African. Right. The yeah. original. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but it's well, just I mean, good. We're like, on the backs of the original. Yes. Yeah, so there mm-hmm. you go. Yes. So, you know, so it's just like that was that was part of that played a big part of just growing up in Harlem yeah. and just being made fun of for being African yeah. and then, you know, being like made fun of for being dark skinned. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, you're pretty for a dark skin girl, but you're still dark skin, so it doesn't count. Yeah. Got that. Yeah. Um, African booty scratcher. Girl, oh, where's your village? And I'm just like, you should go to Africa and really see that there's kings and queens there. Come on now. Come on now. Okay? Because everybody, every, no matter clothes. where you go in the world, everywhere has a hood. 
Yeah. Come so on. whatever right. you saw on There's TV. There's rich people everywhere. Everywhere. And Africa has rich people. Africa mm-hmm. is a rich continent. Yes. You know, like the our resources oil so many fund things. everyone else's country, Let's by go. the way. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> so <laughs> dipping into our parents' perspective on dating, growing up, th- this needs to be said. And I feel like we're speaking on behalf, if we may, yes. for every uh, first generation, second generation, and then fourth um, <laughs> African. Go ahead. Speak on it. Yes, girl. Born in America or by way of transport when you were an infant, which basically means you're you're pretty much Americanized if you were transported here below the age of 10. Mm -hmm. Um, We're speaking out for you right now. Okay? Especially our era. I mean, how physically can we... Have boyfriend. <laughs> I know where you're going husband, with this already. <laughs> have husband when we haven't been able to court, like or date, like or date. So right, yes, yes. How? How? Let me tell you. This Explain. is girl. <laughs> like I, I tried to wrap my my mind around it in mm-hmm. high school because at the end of the day, dating was not discussed, but marriage was. No. So it's like the dating stage is non-existent. Absolutely. You should it drops from sky. meet someone and then present a fiance because mm-hmm. you better never just come and say you're married because yes. African parents want to be involved in that because, mm-hmm. you know, our marriage, our weddings are lit. Mm-hmm. Come okay. on now. So they just didn't like the whole dating thing, but marriage was strongly encouraged. Mm-hmm. Which left me very confused as a teenager. I was confused. I said, then what happens? Like, right. what do I do? So that and was then, pretty much dating. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That, that, that was, was it. it in a nutshell. That was it. They're that, gone. That pretty mm-hmm. much wraps up my dating through like my teenagers. Mm-hmm. And then now that I'm older, now they really want me yeah, to date. Yeah, exactly. And the sneaking around and the lying, <sighs> it, it just didn't have to happen if we had parents that understood the culture and what was happening. Absolutely. Now, in hindsight, you know, umpteen years later, mm-hmm. They are very remorseful yes. (laughs) about how they have reared us to to not interact with um, the opposite sex. The opposite sex in order for us to figure ourselves out as women. Yes. That's first and foremost. And secondly, in order for us to find a mate. And see what works. Like, you have to date. You have to practice dating to right. see what works for you. Right. So we're, if we're not doing that and then we're supposed to just, like, when we're, like, in our late 20s, now we should just know what to do and know right. what we want and know what works for us. Right. Right. So education was pushed. So yes. education was my boyfriend for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then I was just expected to now have a husband. Yeah. I've been dating my education for years and years. <laughs> it's been I'm a tumultuous relationship. <laughs> um, we've been to Helen back. Yes. We've been, we've been through it. Like, you know, we've just, we grew together. Right. So that was dating in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> It's 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 so real, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> we say part one basically, <laughs> which is the rearing the African household, not having boyfriend till you're in your mid twenties, not admitting like, to having boyfriend. Yeah, not admitting. Because we had boyfriends. Come on, now we did it, and we did it in the wrong way because we dated Dusties. <laughs> oh my God, because girl, that's a whole du- right. Girl. Because we didn't know, we didn't know. How can you respect yourself? How can you know your worth if you're not even allowed to explore? And the guy knows that he's unknown. Exactly. (laughs) Because the thing is, if if a man knows (laughs) that your father knows who he is, he knows the repercussions to his actions. Come on now. So if he knows that no one knows about him, he could care less. There's no boundaries. No boundaries. Yeah. And we're just out there happy to be chosen. Okay? Mm, mm, So, mm, um... mm. Moving right along. Yes. <laughs> what was the most impactful love relationship you ever had, and what did you learn from it? So I try to learn from my relationships because mm-hmm. it helps me learn more about myself. So yes. romantic and platonic relationships. But I feel like the best relationship I've had, mm-hmm. the best relationship I've purposefully invested in mm-hmm. is the one with myself come on now 
Thanks, girl. <laughs> Snaps in a circle. I just... <laughs> Come on. Like, I spent time just getting to know myself and who I am in and out of relationships. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we're different in relationships. Come on now. And Men outside make of relationships. So, and I just had to... for them. Exactly. Because people are different, so you try to adapt to yes. people's personalities. Mm-hmm. Geico. Right. Gecko. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the chameleon, you know? Right. So I just learned to spend time just with myself. Mm-hmm. And I learned to enjoy my company. And I'm Come like... I like me. Come on now. You know, like, I just, I like me. So I, I'm telling you, like, some of the most enjoyable moments I've had are just times when I've just been alone and just lost, like discovering mm-hmm. new things. Like, I'll take myself to a restaurant if I want to. Mm-hmm. I'll go to the movies by myself. I don't feel alone because it's what? like, I just feel like when you know yourself, you don't really feel alone. You don't feel like you, you have to have someone else with you at all times. Mm-mm. So I love that. Like, I turn the mirror to myself and I found healing and growth and I took responsibility for Mm. who I am in relationships and there's things I have to work on because you know what at the end of the day none of us are perfect Mm -hmm. and not everyone is for us and that's okay yeah that's it not everyone not everyone is for us and I just had to come to a space where I just really respected myself and Mm -hmm. and liked myself right because I didn't always like being by myself mm-hmm. I was, there were times where when I was in high school especially I felt like I always had to have someone with me right to just feel like comfortable but the truth validated is validated the and, truth is mm-hmm. even when you're with someone honestly you're still alone because you're like now. if something was to happen like you still have to have your own back at the yes. end of the day you know yes. so you can't rely on just being around people you have to be able to stand on your own too mm-hmm. and I don't think it's fair to put that burden on someone else yeah it's not. It's not. It's not. You need to be whole and complete by yourself. Absolutely. I just want to quickly segue into this Kirk Franklin song called I Like Me mm. because mm. you have just brought this in my head. And people may not know this song, so here is a little clip it. Hey. Hey. That beat. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right? Hey. Hey. It's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes, I remember this song. Yes. God likes me. And you don't like me? I just had to. Real yes. quick. That's powerful. Because at the end of the day, you don't like me. I like you. Yes, and that's okay because oh. I'm not for everybody. Come and on there was now. a time I wanted to be for everybody. Girl, and everyone was telling you to sit down. Girl, and be I was humble. like, I just want to like be Kendrick. for everybody. And now I'm like, thank God I'm not for everybody. Yeah. yeah. That's overwhelming though. It is. It is. Sometimes it just doesn't work and no. it's okay. Like, it doesn't make people bad. It just no. doesn't make them the right person yeah. and right people for you. Yeah. And that's okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. You don't have to like me. Yeah. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. I love that. I just had to segue into that. I love that real song. Quick. Oh my god, yes. that was, um, actually a friend of mine. Shout shouts out to Robert. He um, put me on that song a few years ago. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. me too. You know, I made you a believer. <laughs> so, <laughs> being single and dating in your thirties, girl, girl. Girl, I'm just going to lean back to this because <laughs> I got to just like, girl, you know. Lord girl, mercy. Um, <laughs> can you, can you elaborate on that experience? Do we have far? all night? <laughs> oh my goodness. So I didn't expect this. Mm. So, no. so it continues to be a learning experience. Yeah, absolutely. This was very unexpected. Yeah. Like I really thought by a certain age I'd have a certain person, mm-hmm. I'd have some children, and mm-hmm. that's just not what it is. No. So after, I guess, the reality sh- the, the reality check of where I am, right. I really, like, I'm like, wow, like, I'm in my 30s, mm-hmm. and I'm single. I'm not lonely, mm-hmm. and I'm not unhappy, right. but I'm just curious. Like, what yeah. the heck? No, absolutely. <laughs> Seriously. It's absolutely. <laughs> And um, big craters. Oh my gosh! And valleys. Holes. And deep, deep streams. Yes, <laughs> gaping holes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Ooh. Some 
some slip and slide. Seriously, Remember like, slip and slide, you run. Oh, you, you slide. slide. <laughs> you hit the bump and take a dive. That's exactly what dating <laughs> yeah. is. There you go. <laughs> you run head on yes, to it. Head on collision. You take that bump. That bump shifts you, <laughs> and you dive into the unknown. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> that just about sums it up. Yeah. Yeah. Girl. I mean, I down to um, when I when we were in our 20s we didn't think or or did you think no that <laughs> the answer is this no. would be what it was I felt like no, I would be married I'd mm-hmm. have children but it was so far fetched for me too because I guess I didn't have that natural gap through the guidance of parents right right of what that would feel like and be like because everything else was um digested for me and mm-hmm. given to me and then an fed example, to you right mm-hmm. so it, it was just like okay like, like yeah we know this age is appropriate for marriage and children and I'll just get there when I get there right but the how the when the why just like the dating part yeah. you know it's just like that middle is non-existent yeah, non-existent and now we're at this place where we're finally getting it together in terms of like how this game all works. Right. You know? Oh, it's a game, girl. Yes. But it's still like, wow, we wasted so We need much more time. time. I feel like I need to go back 10 years. Girl. Like, I just, I feel like I wasted, I wasted so much time. (laughs) I wasted so much time and I sure did not expect this. So Mm -hmm. it continues to be a learning experience. I I did not expect this. Like you said, I felt like I really saw myself eventually, Mm -hmm. don't know how. I just felt like, oh, I'd be married by 25 and have a child and, Mm -hmm. you know, do all these things and have all these things. And it didn't happen that way. And... Now I'm just like I wish I had more time. Yeah, I used to take myself out the dating game all the time. Like, oh, I'm not dating this year. I'm not dating. There was one time I refused dates for like almost three years. For what? Tell me why. I go back and I'm like, all right, what was that about? Ignorance. It was so silly. I'm like, oh, I gotta work on myself to do what? Yeah. Like doing what? You can still work on. You don't need because to. Because that's what we heard on TV. Surely. Yes, it sounded good. It, it sounded even, like it worked. It wasn't even something that we actually saw in practical life, or we we right. saw elders do, right. or or we knew people that were doing it. We you know may have heard friends in past and talk about it, but this is stuff we saw on media. We saw in practice. And we were far removed from. Right. And we didn't so, know the results yes. of those, like, pulling yourself out exactly. of the dating game. We didn't know yes. the results. We just thought, like, you know what? Exactly. This must be something to do. If you're disappointed with your last relationship, you want to take a break and be gone for, like, three years. Yeah. Because that's going to help. And the truth is it doesn't help because it's good to meet people. It's good to learn about yourself as well. You can learn about yourself by exactly. by dating other people. Practice. You have to practice. You have to see what you want. Taking yourself out. Like, you got to be win it. You got to be in it mm-hmm. to win it. So if you're not in the dating game, tell me how. Is this husband supposed to, like, you know, climb through your windows yeah. or just show up, just show up no. in your front door? Like, it doesn't happen it that doesn't. way. And I thought I had all this time. I was, yeah. oh, I'm not dating this year. I'm, I'm just going to focus on this and that. I, and those Girl. were excuses, though, because the truth they is didn't I didn't want to mm-hmm. deal with it. And just seeing what other people were going through. And Girl. I was operating from a state of being afraid. Come on, speak on it. Just being afraid. And I'm like, I literally was just... Um, I just wasn't moving forward because mm. I was scared. But the thing is, you cannot judge what's going to happen to you based off of what someone else experiences mm-hmm. you know like you will just be stagnant and then you turn around and you're in your 30s yeah because i was just like 22 <laughs> not that long ago no, and really. i just i'm just like yeah. wait where did the time go yeah absolutely i tell all my friends in their 20s now even cousins of mine and i'm just like don't play games with this time yes this is your prime you know, we are on the outskirts of ours, but um, <laughs> oh this is this is your prime. Yes. And because this is your prime, you need to grab the horn, grab the bull by the horns, excuse Absolutely. me, and ride yes. that train. I tell them don't waste that time because 
you can be learning so much about yourself as a woman. And and realistically, we learn a lot about ourselves as women through the men we deal of with. Of course. And of if course. we're not dealing with any men, if the well runs dry yes, and the well runneth, runneth dry. over, okay. yes. boys to men. Then it's just a dry well. Right. Don't wait till the water runs dry. We might watch our whole lives pass us by. And it happens. Girl. You turn around and you're in your 30s. Not that being in your 30s is a bad thing. It's not. Honestly, it's a great time. I will say it's this so is the clarity. best times, mm-hmm. like it, as far as dating and who I am as a woman and just feeling very comfortable Speak with who it. I am and what I bring to the table and mm-hmm. just in general, like who I am with and without people. This is my most proud years and I'm enjoying being 30s it's almost like you're just unapologetic for who you are it's like this is me I have arrived come on I'm still continuing to grow but I'm okay with where I'm at now come on and I love being in my 30s girl but the thing is being in my 30s I'm not in my 20s and I don't have that kind of time to just be like oh I'll just pull myself out the dating game for three years a year here and then before you know it you turn around Mm -hmm. you've been out of the dating game for like six years Ripe eggs. Yes. So Ripe. Oh, girl, we talking about those eggs. Right. <laughs> and, and you're a healthcare professional, so you know even more um, detailed-oriented in terms of, like, seeing physical patients go through yes. the trials and tribulations yes. and the risks. of the decisions Absolutely. that they've made. Absolutely. Either to focus on career or, i.e., taking breaks or, i.e., that wasn't my focus. And you're in the hospital room and you're having these complications because of those decisions. Absolutely. Because the more you weigh those eggs, they do have, I don't want to say an expiration date, but, you know, as you get older, you become a high-risk pregnancy. Like, if you're Mm -hmm. going to have kids and, you know, with age, you have a higher risk of having a child with Down syndrome. Mm. And a lot of times when I see patients, when I see babies, um, how we can tell very early on, Mm -hmm. um, besides like the physical features of the face, you look at the sole of their feet and Mm -hmm. we look at the creases on the feet, right? So um, Mm. we can see it. And a lot of times the moms are 40. And above, you know, I mean, you can have a child um, who has birth defects at any age. But the truth is, the older you are, the higher those um, chances are. And, you know, some mothers have to be on bed rest for almost their whole pregnancy. Um, And again, like when you have children in your 20s or early 30s, it's it's a better outcome mm-hmm. for you and baby, not just the baby, like yeah. you as well, like being able to still go outside when you're pregnant instead mm-hmm. of being in your room, like laying on the bed all day yeah. or being home and not being able to really walk around and yeah. get some fresh air. So there are so many things that come with that, Allison. And I was even, and I know we've talked about this, mm-hmm. I said, and I never, ever thought in a million years Girl. that I would even consider this. Fathom I said, it. you know what? Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to get a sperm donor. You know, I really Girl. have researched it. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, and I'm like, wow, I can't believe I'm saying this. But these are options that were, we were both familiar with, but kind of brushed to the side. Yeah, because like, it's not we're not really. that. Yeah. Like, we're yeah. not, why would I need a sperm donor? Mm-hmm. Like, are you kidding? You right. know? Where do they do but, that? Yeah, where do they do that? But the thing is, they do that right here. Yes, girl. <laughs> and it might not be us here, right. but just in general, like, exactly. you know, these are things that I have been thinking about. Mm-hmm. And then also I was thinking, you know, with the sperm donor, you don't know who the man is. And mm-hmm. I know there's some men who agree to actually like meet the child on their 18th birthday or once they turn mm-hmm. 18 mm-hmm. and I'm like I don't want to do that right. you know I want my child to know who their father is even if I'm not with the man mm-hmm. so I was like do I have a good guy friend who'd Come be like now. you know what we can co-parent girl I never I've never thought that this would be something I'd ever and that's consider. a thing that's a it thing is a people thing. definitely do it I remember um I had even asked at some point, you know, it was like uh, my childhood sweetheart and um, it was like, okay, yeah, we're both single and this happens, you know, in a few years. Yeah, we'll do that. And I was like, that could be pretty cool. But it's an option. It's a reality. We have options, which is good. Right. But yeah, we just never 
Yeah, we never thought that that would be a thing. No. And in, in talking about 30s and dating, I think also women that are out there that may be listening in this same predicament or in this this same glory stage. Right, or, or reality, you reality, know, just, yes, exactly. yes. Um, there's no more waiting, okay? Um, every day is an opportunity to meet your mate. And I think a lot of the times, especially as educated women, we get so engulfed in, you know, our careers and, you know, dealing yes. with family mm-hmm. and, you know, making money for ourselves and, and struggling and all that stuff. We forget that we're women, that we're feminine beings, mm-hmm. that we are out here to connect and to have our allure on the opposite sex. Um and we get very mundane, very dry, yes. and, and masculine too. Yes. Because it's like when Come you're on, a boss, Come on now. when you're a boss, there's certain characteristics mm. that that you need in order mm. to be successful. Come you on know, now. like you you have a business. You know, you're a business mm-hmm. owner and um, entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. You're also like an educator yeah. and a dancer. Mm-hmm. So you have to be. You have to have a certain persona to be taken seriously, especially as women. Mm -hmm. So then when you're so focused on that, and then you need that masculine energy to balance you. Come on So ladies, like, we can still pursue our dreams. There are a lot of women who do it. They pursue their dreams. Mm -hmm. They have their homes. Like, look at Nicole Ari Parker, and I'm just using her because her husband is fine. (laughs) Boris is just, I'm telling you, like, you just be as feminine as you want to be because he's as masculine as they come, and he's he's beautiful. Seriously, like, you know, can you help me with this? Like, sir, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's just like we also have to make time to date and that's yeah. that's something and that be prepared it's not only about making time yeah. to date you gotta be it's ready being prepared you gotta be ready at this age like you cannot well i tell my little students this don't walk out that dough looking pump exactly like you have to have the intention. Yes. The time is now. It's not like I'm going to get to it slowly. I'm going to level up. You level up in this moment right now. Right. Every day is an opportunity it's to level up. Because it's better to be late than ugly. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. You I can that. ask for forgiveness yes. instead of asking for permission. Ex- there you okay. go. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You got to come. You got to come ready. Yeah. You got to come ready. Yeah. So I would say the women... Um, in our age bracket, definitely focus on being present and presentable. Because if you're always prepared, you're never going to have to get prepared. Yes, well, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Come on now. In Come other on words, now. And yes. Opportunities will happen. For me, you know, once I started making myself more of a priority because I give so much, that's you're as in the women, same it's bit. tough because yes. we always give so much. We do, yes. and especially if we choose um, careers that are associated with people and mm-hmm. giving to people and hospitality. Yeah, yes, you know, like we end up doing the same things. So, I started getting myself to a nice balance where I'm caring for myself too and opportunities and doors have opened up and they would not have opened up had I still been on my throw on my rags (laughs) and run out and dash at that door she doesn't have rags she's lying girl no the rags (laughs) I'm telling you people have seen me out there where I'll just walk around like who shot John because I'm so (laughs) I've got so much in my head about how much I want to give to my students how much I want to give to studios how much I want to give to my friends I'm myself is not even a thought it's like I just put on clothes just so I won't get arrested (laughs) you know because if if I didn't if I could bypass that point of dressing myself (laughs) I would probably be able to give even more so that was the mentality like who shot John the other day I I was I had to do laundry so I had some of my old clothes um still available and I I used to wear these sweatpants all the time and they were so comfortable and I would just think about the comfort Mm -hmm. and I looked at myself in the mirror because I have changed my perspective and putting myself first and putting more into myself. I looked at myself in the mirror as I was teaching and I was like, I look ridiculous. Wow. And I wore these pants in my 20s. Mm. 
same mm-hmm. pants, mm-hmm. you know, and I was walking around like I really, now that my eyes are open, now I'm looking through a different color lenses, I'm like, wow, how did the world perceive me? Mm. You know, yes. I looked crazy I rather at this point I rather have you know especially with my capsule wardrobe I rather have you know five good work outfits in rotation than to put on random feel good right comfortable comfortable, stuff um potato bags right right you know yeah I was looking Shirley I looked at myself and I was like oh my god these were my favorite pants at one point Mm. So that means they went everywhere. They went to more places they should have. I went to errands with that. No wonder I wasn't being seen Mm. because I was invisible. Mm. Because you can make yourself invisible. I mean, even a lot of times as we get older, you know, women become invisible to more men, unfortunately. But we cannot... We cannot add to that. Mm. And I know that you and I, we have these talks a lot about mm-hmm. leveling up and making sure that the way you present yourself to the world mm-hmm. is the way that you really want people to mm-hmm. um, look at you. Yes. Because, yeah, you're having a comfortable day, mm-hmm. but someone can be looking at you like, why? Yeah. Like, what happened? Yeah. You know? And you don't... There's no reason for us to fade into the background. Girl. There's absolutely no reason. So when we've been talking about that, like, mm-hmm. even me, like, I wear scrubs to work every day. Right. Speak about and the scrub I'm just like, revolution. You know, mm-hmm. the scrubs. And um, I, for some reason, used to buy really baggy scrubs. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. The comfort. That's what it was. Yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. They were very comfortable. I didn't really... I said, you know what? I usually wear, like, tight jeans, mm-hmm. like, skinny leg jeans. Let me get my scrubs, and they're comfortable. Yeah. And then one day, I'm looking at myself and I'm like just because you wear scrubs don't mean you got to look like this Come on now like seriously so I said you know what Looking I like Bobo Baggins <laughs> like <laughs> seriously like Bobo. you don't have to like you don't have to do it so I said, you know what? I'm going to switch up my scrub wardrobe, mm-hmm. get things that are more form-fitting. Yes. And just because I take care of people doesn't mean I need to look exactly. like I'm not taking care of myself. Exactly. Like, yes, you can take care of people. And we have that personality where we're givers. And, mm-hmm. you know, but at the end of the day, like, you still have, we have to take care of ourselves first. Yeah, we absolutely. have to take So I now spend time, like, mm-hmm. even, I don't have makeup now, you know, mm-hmm. but I try my best. I'm like, you know what? I can put on makeup for work. I don't have yeah. to look like I'm supposed to be in front of, like, a camera. But mm-hmm. I can put on makeup for work. Yeah. Just because I'm going to work and I work with exactly. all women, you can still put on makeup. Exactly. You can still take that time because that's Girl. the time for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's the time. You don't have to only wait until you go for a spa day yes. um, to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. It's so true. That, yeah. And as you're speaking, too, I just had a revelation. So, you know what I think it is? I feel like the reflection of how I was putting myself together, the aesthetic of what I was presenting to the world, was in, perhaps it was in direct reflection to the failures in my life with relationships. Mm. Because when you feel beat down, when you feel like you've done so much, hence the breaks and stuff like that, you're not going to put much into yourself. You're disappointed. Is that disappointment? Is that disappointment? So you almost, I almost wanted to disappear, and clearly that's why I was, I was wearing the cloak from mm. Harry Potter, mm. Um, mm. the invisible cloak. Right. I right. was invisible. Hmm. I, I'm, I, I just thought about that. I'm like, you know what? That's probably a direct reflection to the relationships I've had in the past. Because if you think about it, and this is you too, I, as many women I, I that especially that have known me over the years, um, when we get to the segment of, oh, what, were your, what was your thought about me? Fashion always comes up. Mm. Aesthetic always comes up because that's who I was. Mm. What happened from that point to this point 
Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Because when I first met you, I was like, this this woman has style. Yeah. That was like the first thing I, one of the first things I saw. that. I said, she has style. And I've, oh, I always thought that. I mean, sometimes we meet up and you're right. casual and stuff like that. Looking and sometimes like you would say on. like, mm-hmm. I just do this on. Yeah. But in essence, though, like when you really think about it, mm-hmm. you're someone who has style. Yeah. So whether you were stylish or not at certain points, you still had style. So I always saw you as someone who right. can dress. Right, a stylish person. But like right. you were saying, your style is directly mm-hmm. related to how you're feeling. Come on now. Because you express yourself through dance and through style. Girl, speak. Like that's, I, I'm like, Allison, you know, she has style. Because it's not like, oh, she knows how to dress. Because if you just go to a store, you see something on a mannequin, right. you're like, just, I want the whole, thing. the whole thing. Okay, yes, I know how to dress, exactly. or you buy a nice dress. Mm-hmm. But you are creative with your style because that is how you express yourself. Yes. So I can totally understand what you're saying yeah. about, like, you feeling kind of disappointed. So you're like, whatever, yes. let me just throw this on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, I'm yeah. like, I, you know personal style and fashion was a huge part of my life how is now it's just such a a faint subject you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I need to get back to self you know what I mean I feel like when we continue to be so laborful and giving we break down ourselves little by little Absolutely. We start to disappear. Yes. Absolutely. And then sometimes you just fade into the background. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like that has happened. And for me, too, like, I feel like you've always been very stylish, very classy. Thank you. And all the stuff you usually wear is of quality, you know? And I remember you said that to me years ago. This was back in, like, Bergen. You were like, oh, no, I like to get quality stuff because it lasts longer. It's all about the preservation right. of the item. Right, you can item. continue to exactly. wear Exactly, yes. which is true. When you get the more expensive stuff, I have stuff that I got from high school because the quality was so high. Mm-hmm. Eons later, mm-hmm. I'm still it's, rocking right. them. You exactly. know what I mean? Yes. Like, I mean, I bought some stuff that, you know, I regretted um, quickly after. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had those kind of impulsive purchases right. where I'm like, have, I know have. this isn't going to last right. or I know mm-hmm. this is really too trendy, but yes. I'm just going to get it. And then right. I never wore it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Always stick to your guns. <laughs> then I just never yeah. got more. And I'm like, what was I thinking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always stick to your guns. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you've always had that that type of classy style. I'm trying to invoke a little bit of that. I want to continue with like kind of the unique pieces, but more of a classier, mm-hmm. timeless. Yes, yeah, timeless. Yes. Those look. help. Those Because they transcend. Absolutely, they transcend time. You will never a blazer. I mean, we've had blazers for how long? Girl, I, they're not going on style anytime soon. Nope, they're not in any shape, cut, or whatever. Yeah. You can dress down a blazer, dress it up. I love blazers. Yeah, absolutely love blazers. Oh. It's yes. so necessary. Absolutely. But I think the the moral of the story is in terms of dating like in your thirties. Yes. In you your gotta 30s. you have to you mm-hmm. have to level up. Because when you're when you're in your twenties, you can really lean um you can really like just get away with more because you're young and mm-hmm. naturally, even though I and I get it, this is something that's uh, men feel even though they don't express it. Yeah. Men as they get older, they like women who are very, very young. That's disturbing mm-hmm. to me. Like, like you know, you'll see a man who's in his 50s dating a woman who's mm-hmm. 23, 24. If you look at that age difference, it's yeah. like, but she was just born when you were in your 30s. But anyway, that's a whole nother yeah. thing. So you can you can really rest heavily on just being youthful mm-hmm. and looking youthful. We still look youthful, which I'm 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 really I feel yeah, very blessed. That's snatched, that melanin. Girl. That's girl. that melanin and then on top of that we're African. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just but can't I move. But I see the sag. But no, you've been saying this, this for years, girl. Like, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> I about. I see the, the jawline like line is you've coming said something. down. It's like Okay. Okay. It's I'll not see. as the elasticity <laughs> is not where it's not snatched. However, <laughs> we still look young, okay? I mean, just last she looks night, young. My, no, Allison, I, my you guys have seen her picture. She just, just listen. No, I'm not okay. accepting it. I'm just I still won't accept it. Twelve years later, Allison's been talking the about lighting, you know uh-huh. that's all it takes. No, nope. you know what's so funny? So you know I teach at the high school sometimes, and it's so hilarious. So the sun came. I was teaching in the dance room, and the sun came up. And it was shining bright through the doorway 
um, the outside doorway and the, some windows. These girls ran to that sunlight like birds what? run to bread. <laughs> Were they taking pictures, selfies? Yes. I knew it. And they it, they clucked. I was like, I've never seen birds, bird behavior like this <laughs> ever. I'm like, you could just tell the times have changed. That sun came up and they ran That's there with their for phones. That's perfect for Instagram. Girl. That's perfect for their Instagram. They were like, yes, yeah. shining, yes. like, See? looking good. I was like, yeah. this Because anything happening. for Instagram. Like, Girl. it's those likes and... You it know. was hilarious. They ran like some birds. Like <laughs> you would think they were giving out like three hundred dollar bills. Like <laughs> the way they ran, I'm like, y'all running for the light, the sunlight, and it wasn't to get vitamin D. No, girl, I <laughs> it was for those pictures on mm-hmm. Instagram. It was crazy. Jumping into the next question, how important is friendship to you, and why? Hmm. Um, friendship is very important because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. the company you keep really molds who you are and it's a reflection of who it. you are because Speak sometimes you're it. just guilty by association, mm-hmm. fabulous by association, mm. successful by association, so many things by association. Right. And, um, it's very important. And one thing is the older I've gotten, the more selective I am with friends. Because Girl. I remember when Facebook came to be, it was all about how many people were in yes. your photos when you went out. You wanted 150 yes, people. Was. Yes, but then I'm, you turn around, you're like, wait, I don't even know this person. Yeah. So and I mean, it didn't I matter. I haven't talked to you in 10 yeah. years. I haven't, you know, we're not even really cool like that. Mm-hmm. So it didn't matter at that point because I just wanted to present an image Mm -hmm. of just having a whole lot of friends and I knew a lot of people but as I've gotten older I just I just want to know I just want to continue to build on the solid relationships that I have because at the end of the day when you're when you're older and more mature you understand Mm -hmm. that friendship is not just going clubbing and getting dressed up to go out okay friendship is when when you get that promotion Mm -hmm. like who's going to be there or when you've hit rock bottom who's Mm going to be there people are having kids you know people are getting married Mm -hmm. these are things that cost money and the truth is like they cost money and not just money but time you want to invest in people who matter so i just i i love the friendships that i have and Mm -hmm. i like that my circle shrink especially mm-hmm. when i graduated from college because when you're in college you think Everybody you have more friends, friends than you girl. have you know you guys live like, like your dorm school. room is like two <laughs> doors down or whatever <laughs> <laughs> so you think you have all these friends and then mm-hmm. when college is over and people you know Going they disperse mm-hmm. then you really see who your friends are right. in a sense where who are you still keeping in touch yes. with who are you still um who are you still active in their lives mm-hmm. and who is active in your life so yeah. It's it's just I think as you get older it just it gets more important mm-hmm. and it um you just get wiser with choosing yeah. people. It's not just this person dresses nice or this person has a nice car. Mm-hmm. It's like you know what this person is good for my soul. Yes. This person is good for me. Mm-hmm. You know and just like you know I recently had a very devastating loss. Like um you know I lost my younger brother yeah. and just the fact that like the people that were. Like, they, they covered me in love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you coming and you were at my house almost every day. Mm-hmm. And just having that. Mm-hmm. So these are not just people... Like, my friends are not just people I go out with. These right. are people who, when I'm crying, like, they're there. Yeah. You know, people you can cry with. People you can laugh with. People who you can dream with. Yeah, people who can now, really dream. tell you, like, you know, they, they tell you things about yourself because mm-hmm. they care about you. Yeah. Not just like, yeah, girl, you know, you're right about this. And they know, like, you know, you're going to be sinking in just, like, your foolishness. Yeah. Like, they want, these are people, they want to see you grow. Mm-hmm. Because they also know that... You being their friend is also a reflection of them. Yeah. So it's like, I want to see my friends win. Yeah. And I have really good women and good people mm-hmm. in my life like who are just supportive. Right. Like, one thing I love about my friends, it's not just that, like my female friends especially, because mm. it's always good to have a nice core group of women Girl, as friends. Supportive ahead. women who are, who are secure in their yes. own lives. Yes. Because at the end of the day, you cannot, Ooh. it's hard to be friends with a hater. Girl. It's hard to be friends with a woman who um, has limited herself oh. for no reason, but yet 
takes that out on other people. Yes. When you have women in your in your life who they mm. cheer you on, they root yes. for you, and they genuinely want you to mm-hmm. win, there's nothing like that. Right. Right. Because it's not like they're not rejo- rejoicing in your sorrow, yes. and then behind closed doors they actually are so mad that yes. you're you're leveling you're up or yes. you're succeeding mm-hmm. because you know? they want to be where you are, but they can't for some reason. Whatever that personal hangup is, yeah, and it's I think it's very sad. Like I know I've known women who even in entertainment like they've blown up Mm -hmm. and there are things that they do and I'm like I wish I could do that because I'm like for the most part I'm a shy person Mm -hmm. so when I see someone who's very like they're on stage and they're able to talk to all these people it's Mm -hmm. like I do wish I'm like oh I wish I had that but to be Mm -hmm. jealous and envious for that I'm like no because at the end of the day I have something else right you know I might not be good in front of people mm-hmm. or maybe not good in front of people. I would say more yeah, comfortable. I would, because I would I, say it's comfortable. I do stuff. I honestly, do stuff, girl. Like I've like hosted things. When I see you out in the world, the way you're able to interact, there's a certain genesis qua about it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't come off fearful. I mean, we've been masters, you know, especially with our upbringing, we've been masters of hiding those feelings right. you know, from the, the being made fun of and not letting them see you sweat. Thing, right. But... I would say like you're natural at it because you're able to extroverted. I'm an outgoing introvert. Yes, yes, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I really like step out of my comfort zone. Again, Mm -hmm. what would I rather do? I'd rather be in the background. But even like people have seen certain things about me, and they're like, "Oh, can you co-host this event for Mm -hmm. me?" And I'm like. Why do people keep thinking I could do these yeah, kind of things? But like then I'll do prepare. it. <laughs> then I'll do it. But it's like a very uncomfortable mm-hmm. space. But mm-hmm. you wouldn't know that. Like right. I wouldn't let that no. be known. But the thing is, very when classy. I see people who do those things naturally, mm-hmm. I admire them. But it's not to the point where I hope they trip and fall or mess up or whatever. Right. Like I'm like privately wishing for their downfall. Yes. So I think it's a level of being comfortable mm-hmm. and secure with what you have. Yeah. You know, to be able to root for other people who might be doing things you're not able to do. Because there are people, not everyone can do everything. Mm-hmm. Like, and and there are just people out there who, they just don't want to see other people win. Yeah. And I just feel like there's enough pie for everybody. Girl, speak on it. There's enough shine for everyone yes there's an avenue for us all yes so you want to have friends who are are just are um happy with Mm -hmm. themselves you know so i have that and it's important because it's also shaped me right and it's also like my friends motivate me they Mm -hmm. push me and they encourage me to like you know, go for it, girl. Yeah, you can do it. So it's do. it's mm-hmm. just encouraged. So I love that. And then I have like a, a, a small group of male friends. Yeah. And and they Solid speak brothers. to me. Like <laughs> these men are like, you know what, Shirley? And one thing I get a lot, you're too hard on men. And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, I know you don't want to hear that, but you are. Right. You know, like I love that. I love mm-hmm. that you can be honest with me yeah. and just really help me see how I can improve myself, right. you know? So yes, friendship is important. It could, it could really make or break you. Absolutely. You should be whole by yourself. You should be yeah. able to stand on your own. But the truth is, there are people, if they don't really want the best for you, Girl. they can give you terrible advice. Mm-hmm. And then they're not even the ones that have to live with the consequences no. of their advice. No. And there are people who know, like, you know what? Friends rely on, on, on their friends to give them, like, input. Yes. And if they give you that wrong input like girl don't call that guy he doesn't really this but they're just jealous right now you might have lost a good thing because your friend's jealous exactly which i think is absolutely pathetic i think that's pathetic i i've had an experience where a friend has told me something um like in in a more recent experience and um I definitely regret listening to that advice mm. because one, it wasn't me. It didn't. Two, it didn't serve me. Three, it was just bad advice. And it had I looked at the source of the advice, I would have known right like, where okay, that was coming um, from. Exactly. Right. Like I don't need to go there at right. all. Right. It. So yeah, that that's how that is. And you know, I want to address something. So I remember. A few years ago, we had a dinner date, right? And I want to apologize because when we had our dinner date, I wasn't um, available at the time. And I was trying to make myself available and it just didn't work out. And I want you to know um, 
wholeheartedly how much I value our friendship. Oh, girl. It's very important to me, especially because we, we have similar walks of life. You know what I mean? It's never been... That's why I had you at my wedding and everything. You know what I mean? It's never been like, oh, you know, I, I don't think this is important. Sometimes I wear myself too thin and mm-hmm. I say yes to everything. And I've been getting better at that. And um, it, sometimes it gets to a point where, like, I can't physically be at multiple places at so many times, but I've already committed to it. And the integrity of keeping my word comes to a head. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But mm-hmm. it's never it's never that I never valued you and I never want you to feel that way. And I could totally get how, you know, me canceling on our dates in the past, how that can come up across. And it was never my intention. Um, I just want to know how much, I want you to know how much I love you and how I appreciate your friendship. And especially now, you know, with all the things that have happened in both of our lives, Mm -hmm. you know, with with Papa and, you know, with with my marriage with this man, you know, like... (laughs) all these very pivotal points in our lives this is where true friendship comes your mom said something when I was at your house and she said uh, a friend in need is a friend, is indeed. A friend indeed she always says and it that. gave me chills yes. the first time she said it because she kept saying it after her, like every time she saw me she's so <laughs> she cute. says it a lot she's so cute she's so cute <laughs> yeah. so, but the first time she said it gave me chills and I was like I've heard the same before, but in that moment, I'm like, hell yeah. Yes. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, absolutely. Like, I know that if I I needed anything and I, I had to call on someone, you would be one of those people. You know, even your family, you know, how we have been in your life popping in and out all right. these years. Right. They're like, oh, night, daddy's like, night rider. Night rider, oh my you gosh. You know what I mean? And your <laughs> sisters are like, hi. Right, yes, yes. You know what I mean? I remember one time uh, Sosa had said to you, she was like, oh, it's great, you and Allison are reconnecting. It was was like years ago. Oh, my gosh, yes. I remember, I was like, oh, yes, I know I've been going to black. (laughs) (laughs) Was that when we had the fondue, like, lunch? Yes. That was so good. I still have the fondue pot, so whenever you want to have fondue, I'll make it again. That That was amazing. Oh, my God. I I was like, I overprepped, but before I get into the fondue. it was amazing. It was the spread. I'm so gonna much post food. it on Instagram. You have the so photo. You guys, yeah, I have yes, the photo yes, still. Photo. Yes. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I was like, oh, we need this and we need that, and we started <sighs> eating, and I'm like, so we're never good. gonna finish it, no, this because it was just me and you. <laughs> I said, what we, was I doing? We made, we made a spread for like 12 people, pretty much, I like can't. like a dinner, like get together, mm-hmm. and I, I was like, okay, we need this, we need this, we need that. We had all this. Was it cheese? It was cheese. So was much cheese, cheese fondue. fondue. We and had we so much crackers. I we guess. had so yes, yes, we had so much stuff. And I was like, Fruit. I had cheese for fruit. days. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, I'm just gonna pack this. Right. <laughs> it was it was just too much. But I remember. So even I didn't want to forget this, but I wanted mm-hmm. to say that you know I so appreciate you. I appreciate our friendship. I love our friendship. I love that our friendship. Um, evolves, but we're like the yes. same, but we're growing together. Right. And, and a lot of things that we talk about, like we're on the same wavelength. Yes, it's girl. not really like we're you trying to like convince here. me about something. It's like, I'm like, Allison, like I'm I found this. Yes. I need you to read this. What do you One think? Minute. And you're like, yes, girl, girl I agree. Girl. And it's like, Shirley, I found this. Yes. What do you think? I'm like, oh my gosh, this is cool. It's like so a this ritual. Is yes. I find stuff. I'm sending them to Allison. <laughs> right. And, right. and we're just usually on the same page. Yes. So I so appreciate you for that. It's so good to have friends like I've known you I met you in 2001 it's been 17 years like if if I had a child when I had just met you she would have been 17 and a devil because that's what happens when they're teenagers so I would have had like a demon in my hands we would have been (laughs) 17 years of friendship and um, I, I accept your apology I didn't think that you know, like you didn't value our friendship. I was mm-hmm. just like, what's going on? Like, she keeps saying this and then this is happening. Mm-hmm. I said, whatever, you yeah. know, but I never, it never made me feel any animosity right. towards you that because I true. think like it just, it, it didn't like it bothered me. And I'm like, what yeah. the heck? Like, where is this woman? But it wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> it 
it wasn't to the Running point where there like was like a grudge, you know? <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. There was it wasn't like there was a grudge or anything. So mm-hmm. yes, it's so good to have sister friends in your life. I value those so much because oh my gosh, it's so hard to have a sister friend. It is an authentic one. I mean, really something. like we I've never felt like you were trying to put on a show as far as who you were. I feel yeah, like this, like since I've you. met you, you've been the same person, but you've just continued to evolve and be a better version of yourself. Thank but you. never like, wow, That's Allison, so like, <laughs> like Allison went like, what was that movie where like, you just like, what was it? The guy, was it Ace Ventura where he was just oh, turning yes, to something? People yes. turn <laughs> like thriller. You just turn and you're like, who is this person? They do. Yes, so I, I, that has never happened. Transformers. Yes. They're tra- there's a lot of people who just transform just for their own benefits or whatever their agendas are. And you've never been that. So I do appreciate that. But so thank you for that. And of course I accept your apology. I never, I never felt a grudge yes. from that at all. Thank you. That so, means so much to me because I've always true. wanted to like address it and apologize for it. So, cause I know it, it's not a reflection of me. It was just the place I was. I was doing so many things mm-hmm. and I was just like, I need to set time for myself and I need to set time for my friendships that I think are important. And I just, I was doing too much at work other people other people's studios right and then trying to do my own thing it was just all over the place and then the demise of my marriage like i was trying it i was a hot mess right girl. that was a, yeah there were a lot of things going on <laughs> and you have you know you've came above those things and so it's Hallelujah. good yes absolutely <laughs> amen seriously so, yes, but yeah. it's been it's definitely been a journey and a walk of life and it's made me better just to be like more accountable and it's okay to like reschedule things mm-hmm. it's it's okay you know it, yes. makes, it shows the other person respect and that you can um that doesn't mean it's the end all to be all because we can't meet at this very moment we just reschedule you just where, reschedule where for a better for time absolutely yeah, yes you know? yes part of so, adulting is rescheduling yes, come on now. i say i can't make it i'm sorry Girl. i think that's part of adulting and that's it something is. that i had to also work on because i had this thing where i'm like i don't want to disappoint my friends so i'm over yes, here like falling me. asleep behind the wheel Girl. trying to make it to an event oh, that i know too. i had no business being in i could have just been like Not look it. i can't come mm-hmm. you know but i'm there with you in spirit and and just know that I support you. Yes. You know, and I've been doing that more often now. Right. And then Especially this way, I'm schedule. not upset at someone who doesn't even know that I haven't slept and I haven't yes. eaten and I'm at their show, whatever. Exactly. They have no idea. It's yeah. not their fault. Exactly. You know, so yeah. I just, it's, it's, it's just better to be present when you're, when you're mm. good, like you're yourself. Yes, there'll be times when you're like, you know what, I'm tired. I'm not feeling well, but I'm going to go support my friend. Right. But those shouldn't, those should be far few in between because at the end of the day, if your friend really cares about you, they're mm. not going to want you to jeopardize your life by driving right. while asleep. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like no that's... friends may be like, well, how come you didn't come? Like, I know you were falling asleep, but why didn't you come to my events? Right. Like what? No, yeah. nobody. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's something I, I did. And it's helped my friendships too, because, yeah. you know, now I'm not putting a burden on them yes. that they don't even know. Like it's not that you're going, through. they have yeah, no idea exactly. what you're going through. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. rescheduling is part of adulting and yes. no is a complete sentence. Okay. And our last, <laughs> last questions. I love that. Our last, last question. Um, what would you tell your 14-year-old self? Sleep more. Because <laughs> I swear, me and sleep now, cool. we are long, we're estranged, we're an exchange couple. Yes, yes. It's been I know all these things. Situation. Just sleep when you can. Those naps that people say, take I your know. naps, get your sleep, get love sleep. yourself, drink water. Mm-hmm. Um and, and on a more serious note, like, just learn who you are. Mm. Because I feel like once you, once you love, yeah. respect, mm-hmm. and once you love, respect, and know yourself, mm-hmm. I feel like everything else falls into place. Yes. Because they're just, you have boundaries. When you love yourself and you respect yourself, you're going to have boundaries. Oh, I'm going to also add invest in yourself. Yes. I mean, at 14, you might not have the funds to do that. I mean, so I guess you can sleep. You can do sleep baths. is free. It's great. Baths you can do stuff. You can love yourself mm-hmm. still. Journaling. You can respect yourself. Mm-hmm. You can set boundaries. And I think, you know what? I think it's very important when we're young mm-hmm. to learn about what 
what um, what's good for us. Mm-hmm. Because those those pivotal times and periods in our lives, they follow us into adulthood. Yeah, because really when you're not shaped properly, when you're mm-hmm. not nurtured properly in your teenage years, yeah. it really affects the rest of your life. Yes, so does. if you can oh help God, it, preach. regardless of this, the, the environment that you're growing up in, because we don't mm-hmm. choose our families, mm-hmm. please, if you can, learn to love, respect, and, and for, love and respect yourself. Yeah. If you can, Learn to love and respect yourself Mm. because everything really falls into place. Whether it's the boys you start liking at 14 Mm. because you don't forget later on those scars, they follow you, not loving yourself. Like Mm -hmm. There's so many ways you can love yourself. It's not just buying yourself things. Loving yourself is Mm -hmm. also removing yourself from situations. When you're 14, Mm -hmm. your heart is more is more accepting of people. Mm -hmm. And if you get, if the wrong people come in, it follows you forever. That heartbreak in your teenagers is different from your heartbreak in your Mm thirties because you know, you're setting your ways, you're a little more reserved when you're a kid and you're just like, it's just, your heart is open. It can scar you really badly. So my 14 year old self, I would say sleep, Love yourself. Respect yourself. You have to. Yeah. You have to. It's hard as a teenager because that. that's the stage where you want to fit in. Yeah. But if you Dude, can, look, really if you ever, if things are going wrong and you just don't know what to do, sometimes a nap. Just take a nap yeah. and figure it out. <laughs> like making these rash decisions. Right. They will haunt you, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Just and like you make kids sleep. Like, oh, it's nap time. Yes. Just sleep just all sleep. that off. Just sleep. sleep. Just go to off. sleep. Think about what mm-hmm. you are saying. Think about things that you want to do. That mm-hmm. guy who's like, oh, let's just do this or whatever. Just tell him, look, let me get back to you after this nap. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Sometimes you need to nap it off. So what is your favorite color? Girl, okay. I love bright colors now. I just love bright colors. My favorite color, I would say, is royal blue. Mm-hmm. But I also like royal purple. And I love, like... Um, sage green mm, and yes, then like I love this uh, burnt orange Ooh, yeah, I think it's so pretty nice on our skin tone. yeah and mustard yellow mm-hmm. is everything on oh our skin God. tone and white just and red and orange yes. and pink hot pink mm-hmm. pretty much every color looks right. good on dark skin royal blue royal blue looks mm-hmm. amazing. amazing yes I love royal blue. Um, and last question what advice would you give other women I think the same advice I would give my 14-year-old self. Mm, come on now. I think that you shouldn't stop loving yourself. Mm. I don't think um, your job, where you've traveled to, um, what you like, what you've accomplished, mm-hmm. I don't think that should be a means of um, determining whether or not you're going to love yourself. Because right. I know sometimes as women, we're like, well, I'm not really where I want to be, so now you're not really loving yourself. Yeah. Love yourself through the stages Come of life, now. your highs and lows. Love yourself through that. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, like, you cannot put the burden of feeling loved and complete and um, accomplished on mm-hmm. other people. Like, you shouldn't put that burden on people. Mm-hmm. Just you have to you have to love yourself yeah. as the best way you can, whether it's how you eat, eat mm-hmm. like you love yourself. Mm-hmm. Love others like you love yourself. Yes. Dream like you love yourself. <sighs> just live like you love yourself. Yeah. There's so many ways. Oh. So just love yourself. I love that. Yeah. Well, I thank you, Shirley, for being here with me in this space once again. You are the true epitome of a queen. Thank you, queen. Thank Thank you you. so much. I loved this, and I'm so glad that you're doing this. I absolutely love your podcast. I've listened to episodes. I think they're they're great. They're fun and so real and transparent. I listened to your episode, Who's That Girl? That was an amazing episode. And I also listened to a whole bunch with your friend Tekla. And yeah. then um, I think, um, I don't know if she was one of your dancers or you guys met dancing, but mm-hmm. she goes to Hampton University and she was talking. She I think it's the bald, bald-headed beauty episode. Oh, yes. I love that. Pretty. I just, Isn't she I, amazing? Yeah, yeah I she is. Her. She is. And you guys were talking about Aliyah and oh. just being transparent about like, you know, like just how you view other women and just mm-hmm. the transparency. So I'm really happy to be 
um, on your podcast and I think you're doing amazing Thank and you. just like it's a nice safe space for women Thank to come you. and and inspire other women yes. so this is great Thank so you. thank you for your show. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I appreciate you. Yes. And we will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. You are all so awesome. Please remember to like, follow, and subscribe to this podcast. I have to say that it is extremely important that we get reviews and comments. It really helps us to get our content more refined and I find out what you guys like and what you would like to hear as well as on a monetary level when ads are able to see that people are listening and what they have to say. It really helps us if we want to build our brand and take the podcast to the next level. So for all podcasts that you listen to, definitely make sure you like, subscribe, and review. I'm going to close this episode with one of my words. We discover our strength when we review our stories. Thank you.